Sixty years have passed since Panora's box was opened. Seven shadows of pain and seven lights of wonder were released into the land. Ponder's scales moved sharply to the left. So he made champions of mortals, and although that helped, decisions from the past still resulted in long-lasting damage in Avalonia. Seven towers rose up, breaking the veil between the Fey world and the mortal realm, causing havoc throughout the land. When magic became wild and unpredictable, the mages were struck with mad mage disease, since the weave consumed part of their brain each time they used it. Disillusion of the wizard council ensued, causing more instability when using magic, so that only wild magic can be used to cast spells. Long ago, the gods forged magical constructs, a race of warforged, who had been long forgotten, became active in a distant land filled with strange, abominable beasts. The land was called Svalbar. The Warforge had but one protocol fixed in their minds. Go to the towers. But alas, most malfunctioned attempting to leave the frozen tundra of Svalbar with only a few escaping. But those few brought the knowledge and tools that had been suppressed throughout the realms. The Fairy Queens, Mab and Loth, sent Redcaps out to battle the tribes the Fairy had established across Avalonia. A bitter war broke out, and the tribes barely won. Thanks to the banding of the Lily and Fadeleaf tribes, the Redcap raids became less and less efficient, and the balance of Ponder's scales began to shift. The god of knowledge, Valanthus, is no longer worshipped as all of the churches have been brutally attacked and burned by the Lizardfolk tribe, and owning his writings in their territory is punishable by death. Demon allies also plagued the land near the Seven Towers, consecrating it with unholy magics, and the Lizardfolk help them any way they can. They all wear the unholy symbol of Xerix. Welcome to Avalonia in the future. Hi, my name is Felicity Musso, and I play Camly Tonkbite. Hi, I'm Jeremy Bohan, and I play Mielzakooks, or Miles for short. Hi, my name is Carl, and I play Nine. Well met. I'm Joshua Deveni, and I play Boven Hufmeyer. Hi, I'm Joseph Musso, your Dungeon Master, and welcome to Season 2 of Avalonia of the All D20 Podcast. Thank you so much for listening, game on, and now, time for the adventure. Boven, you've been sent out on your first vision quest from the Fade Leaf Clan. You were set out to find a place of strength to prove yourself and come back a great warrior. Your only friend is a tiny red squirrel that lives in your beard. It is said that this is your spirit guardian. It will guide you along your path. You make your way across a strange piece of wood with funny characters pointing in many directions. As you stare at it, it confuses you. Oh, what is... What are these hieroglyphs? What is this even? What is this? Radisker, can you read it? As soon as you say its name, this tiny little squirrel pops its head out of your beard, stares at you and sighs, and immediately starts climbing down to the very bottom. Takes about a minute and a half to finally get to the bottom of the floor, and then it stares at you and starts squeaking. What, what, what are you trying to say? I, I can't understand you yet. Holds up a paw, as if to tell you to wait, and then it starts scurrying into the forest. Wait, oh, 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 all right. Kemley, you've been excited about coming home for supper. You began foraging for your parents' favorite dish, wild mushroom soup. You are deep in Basseth Forest, looking under giant evergreens for the right truffle mushrooms, 
and just kind of humming to yourself. You feel a little tug on your leg. Oh, hello. What are you? And you see a tiny little squirrel that starts squeaking at you and making crazy gesture movements. Oh, you're cute. What do you want? As you watch the squirrel, it starts to slowly transform into a tiny blue pixie. Oh. And it begins speaking to you in the fey tongue. We know about you. We know how you always give us offerings. And we're very thankful for that. We need your help. Of course. Anything. Can you come with me? I'm with this big dumb elf that really doesn't understand me. And I can't show him my true form yet. Oh, I don't think that's a very nice way to talk about your friends. Yeah, well, you know. I am what I am. Okay, let's go. All right, follow me. And then you watch as the pixie turns back into a squirrel and starts running deep into the forest. Oh, hold on. After a while, you come to the main crossroads that you've seen before many, many times with a giant minotaur staring perplexed at a sign. You've never seen a minotaur before. This is your first time. All right, I'm going to, like, kind of stop short before he notices me. Okay, make a stealth check. Bloody hell, what is this? Oh, Radusker, where did you go? Why did you leave me so low? 22. You're, like, gone. Even the the squirrel's, like, looking around. The squirrel immediately runs to to Bovin and starts tugging on his hoof. Oh, oh. Oh, Radisker, where did you go? Starts pointing at the uh, the bushes, and you don't see anything in the bushes. What but is pointing the at the bushes in the forest? I don't have to take a pee. What do you What do you need? Do you have to go pee? Just does a deep sigh, looks expectantly in the bushes. Uh, okay, I'll go over there. I suppose. Kind of grab my beard and do that thinking thing where you grab your beard and stroke it and walk towards the bushes starts nodding in agreement immediately as you start taking your first big step it hops onto your leg and scurries all the way up and then makes its way back to your beard and just sticks its little head out oh you comfortable nods in agreement hello is there someone out there hello camly says to herself hmm okay i think it's safe hello oh i can't see you can you come out from there she steps out. Oh, you're I've, adorable. You're big. Well, th- thank you, I suppose. Um, do you... Uh, Radisker, where did you find this adorable being? Oh, you're sweet, too. <laughs> just starts squeaking. Just like... <laughs> now you see, like, this little paw, like, pointing at the sign. Do you... Oh. Do you need some help with that sign? Yes, there's this weird piece of wood that's got, I don't know, some kind of hieroglyphs on it, and I can't read it. Oh, you're silly. That's writing. It's writing? Oh, well, would you mind? Come here. And I take his hand and walk up to the sign. Okay, so you see a very common-looking signpost. You have one particular sign that's pointing north, and it points to the Empire of Greer. You have another sign that points to your hometown, Jungvale. It's also pointing north, but more northeast. And another sign that's pointing east back to Basseth Forest. 
another sign that's pointing west to Farlo Vinda, and the final sign that's pointing south to Alondria. Where where are you trying to go? It tells us directions. I was told uh, I, my path would be guided. As you guys are staring at the sign, you notice all of a sudden something that you're very familiar with. Several red caps just materialize in front of you. Oh. Red cap. Red cap. Red cap. Oh, red what cap, is that? Red cap. Red oh, cap, hey. Red cap. I run behind his leg. <laughs> red cap. Red cap. What do you want? Red cap. And you see one of the red caps holding a giant net. And another red cap grabs the net and they start stretching it out. Red cap. Red cap. Roll oh, for initiative. I don't oh. like this. I, uh, oh, that's not bad. 25 to 20. Nope. <laughs> uh, 15 to 20. 17. 16. Wow. So Bovin is first, Kemley is second, and Redcaps are third. So you see two of the Redcaps that are holding a net, and the other Redcaps are slowly trying to circle around you. What do you do? Um, I look I look down at Kemley and I say, are you scared? Very. I'll, I'll deal with this. Armir. I am a champion of Barthlona. Grant me strength and guide my strike. And I run towards one of the red caps. Okay. And I would like to rage. I would like to rage. (laughs) (laughs) So you watch as a puff of smoke comes from his nostrils as he uh, turns a little bit pinkish red in anger. Camley backs up a little bit because she's just met him and now he's looking really scary too. (laughs) I don't know about this at all. And you watch as a little red squirrel climbs out of his um, out of his beard and climbs down and jumps to the ground and immediately tries to climb up on you and sit on your shoulder. Oh yeah, come here, I'll catch you. Squeak, 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 squeak. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, take a strike at it with my weapon. Red cap, red cap, red cap. All right. <laughs> oh. That's delicious, nutritious. That's a 19 plus uh, six. Yep, so you definitely hit the first red cap. I'm going to gore you. And you're going to like it. All right, so um, that's that's uh, 15 damage on that strike. Wow. Yeah, so you hit with all the fury of uh, Amir, and you, you knock it pretty hard. It does not look very happy. There's blood dripping from the side of its face now, and it looks very angry with its with its pike. And then you watch as it kind of takes the blood and rubs its hat on it and then puts it back on and smiles wickedly at you. Red cap. And then so I get kind of low and I do that, that bull thing where I take my hoof and I sho- um, shove some dirt back. It might get a little dirt on you, <laughs> Kamli. <laughs> but then when I do that, I lower my head and I do the thing where I'm about to buck the guy with my horns. I use hammering horns as a bonus action. Sweet. All right. Make your attack roll. Uh, it's a, Actually, it's a strength saving throw. Oh, save. Mm-hmm. These are strong little suckers. Uh, 13. Ooh, it's a 14, DC. Yeah, yeah. All, All right, right, so you successfully, uh, the red just angers you even more. You don't understand why, but for whatever reason, the red <laughs> the red bloody cap just makes you fully furious. Move out of my way. <laughs> and you just buck with your horns and smack into the red cap. Uh, he's pushed 10 feet away from me. Okay. 
and you watch as the red cap lays on its back. Does, is it knock prone? Um, let's see here. Uh, the target must be no longer the, no the, the, no. Uh, unless it succeeds a saving throw, you push it. Uh, no. Does it do any damage after hitting the mid? Nope. Nope. Just uh. Just pushes him out of the yeah, way. Yeah, just shoves him out of my way. Okay. So that what? That's your action, Bobin. Mm-hmm. That's my action. All right, Kemley, you're up. How close am I to the net? Um, the two with the net are actually behind you on the north. The north piece of the sign. I can just move them. You can see that. Yep. So th- those two have the net. And I'm on. Okay. Is it within my reach, or do I have to walk up to it? Well, they're holding the net, so yep. you are ten feet away from them. Okay. I'll 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 walk up to the net, and I'm going to. You're not gonna catch us. And I'm gonna swing and cut. Try and cut the net. Okay, you're gonna try and cut the net mm-hmm. with my. All right, make an attack roll. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. So you cut the net. And it's great. You actually slice right into it like ah. a, like a hot knife through butter. And you watch as the net restitches itself back up. Oh, wait a minute. That wasn't supposed to happen. I better get out of here. And I bonus action, uh, cunning action and... Disengage? Yeah, and well, yeah, disengage and then go back behind. Climb aboard! <laughs> oh, okay. That's much better. And I jump up on Bovin. Um, you can get next to him. Okay. To jump up on him, that'd be a full action. All right. Mm. Can I start to climb, or is that an action as well? To jump up on him and climb him is okay. an action. Okay, fair enough. And you watch as more and more and more and more red caps just appear, like an army of them. Oh, no. Red cap, 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 red cap. And this Twenty-one, I think. I assume hits. Yeah, armor's a fourteen. Yes. <laughs> Try harder, you fools! <laughs> Do you even know how to swing a sword? No, they doesn't don't. look like it. No, they're swinging their pull axes at you and missing so horrifically. One, one hit me. Uh, three hit you. Three hit me. Okay. Um, out of the tremendous amount. And um, as the three hit you, you feel um, the cold feel of, of dark iron and it stings into your flesh. So uh, 20 points of, of damage. Um, point of order really quick. I already used I used my bonus action to rage. I didn't realize I used two bonus actions just on my just so you okay. know my turn. Just so I, right. just so keep myself clean. Um so um Okay, how much damage I take? Twenty. Twenty. And is that half because of rage? Because it's a sword? Yes. Slashing damage. Okay. Oh no, that looks like it hurts. Oh don't fall down. Ouch. My kneecap. Don't fall on me. <laughs> Um, they're going to use their bonus action to try and push you to the ground. I'd like to see you try. All right, so I need you to make a strength save. Strength save or check? Uh, it says saving throw. Okay. Do I get advantage on saving throws? I don't think it's with rage. I don't think so. Let me double check. No, it should be a check. My bad. It it's is a check? a check. Yep. Okay, so that's a, that's a, well, that was a 14, but let me re-roll it. Oh, that's much better. That's a 22. Yep. 
Yeah, so w without much issue, you you just kind of evade the attack. But you notice that more and more red caps keep showing up and more and more of them have nets and they're just, they're they're grabbing and just throwing them onto you guys now while you're trying to evade oh, it. Oh, why do I have people? And that is the red caps turn. It is now Bobin's turn. You are now um, covered in net. Mm, I'm still raging. Yes. I'm going to try to... Uh, rip open the nets, I guess. Okay. Go ahead and try and make... Is that a strength check? Strength check, yeah. I think you get advantage on those, right? Yep. Is raging? Yep, that's a 14. Uh, that's, a, that's an 18. And that's a dirty 20. So you manage to rip open to the nets, and as soon as you rip them open, you just watch as they stitch themselves back up together. These are not normal nets. Hmm. I don't like this. This is not very nice. And anything else? Not okay, Kimley? Um, I'm going to do um, Minor Illusion behind the, um, I guess, um, they're surrounding us. So somewhere off in the distance of a, a really scary monster sound. <laughs> I don't know. Let's do a lion. Okay. So a giant lion? A giant, yeah, really, really what's loud. The, what's the save? 14 or 13 sorry yes this is how many creatures you're hearing okay uh two of them start kind of looking a little wary and moving out of the distance oh <laughs> oh well that didn't quite work all right, red caps are up, and they take the butt of their their weapons and just start smashing into you guys. Oh, ow! I uh, can't oh. believe it's a... Stop it! I'm gonna while they're doing that, I'm trying to because we're in the same net, I'm right? I'm laying I'm laying on top of her, protecting her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're giant nets that they're throwing over. Both okay, of you. well I'm like trying to stay in in um, Bovin's. Yeah, I'm, I'm laying on top of her to protect her if I can. So it takes oh. it takes a minute. It takes There's so well, many. six seconds, but it oh. takes quite a few of them to just keep smashing into you over and over again. And eventually you do collapse. Reading a sign was a mistake. Oh, get off me. And you collapse on top of Camly. And then Camly looks up and sees all these red caps smile while she has this giant minotaur body on top of her and they go red cap and take the butt of the uh, of the pike and go smash ah! right into your head Ugh. and you're knocked unconscious <sighs> you guys wake up and you're in chains oh oh my Ooh. head what? and everything's moving like it's going up Everything and down, hurts. up and down. It's this strange feeling of buoyancy that's just making your stomachs turn a little bit. Ooh. And you guys are in these crates, chained inside of these crates, oh. magical chains. You can feel your strength being sapped from you as you try to move around. And there's so another chain heavy. that is around your neck. And every time you try to swallow, it just gets kind of stuck Ooh. in the feeling of this these chains. And you just see, oh, you see you? a dark hooded figure stare down at you and up at you because you're huge. 
and he starts whispering and the chains start glowing and it takes a while because of your blood what you are it takes a while for the effects to finally sink in but the chains start burning red hot and then you just oh. disappear into a deep restless sleep oh rub my back Miles and Nine. They haven't been very kind to Miles since the last time he tried to escape. Even though he attempted to do all the things that he wanted to do and get away from this nightmare, it was to no avail. As much as he tried, just could not succeed. And they dragged you guys back to the pits. You remember being into the pits. It's not a fun place. You're in your own muck and filth. Days and days have passed by. No food, no water. Your only friend, a jailer named Gog. Gog is not a kind jailer. He's mixed. He's a half ogre, half orc. Time for slaves to be fun. Time for slaves to entertain Gog. Gog wants entertainment now. Slave, fight or die. Choice, make now. Oh boy, here I go killing again. Take dumb friend with you. Looks at nine. Dumb friend, fight or die. Of course, Gok. If you would like me to fight, I must oblige. Good. Come with me. And he moves you guys to the fighting pits. Now, you guys have seen these a couple times now, these pits. They're full of muck and blood and, and dirt and gore. And every time that you've had to deal with these situations, you've only been able to survive by the skin of your teeth. This is not a fun, friendly place. And you know that this is really for sport. This isn't really for glory or entertainment. This is literally for them to enjoy themselves as the slaves try to fight and survive. Today, you fight my pets. You fight lion. If you win, I feed you. If you die, you feed them. Win-win for Gog. Gog, I do not require food. Could you provide another reward? You stupid... Do you want food? Oh, I love some feed. Alright, fight. Perhaps a stick? Uh, you want stick from Gog? We'll give you stick. And he disappears for a moment, comes back, and it's this really gnarled looking bow staff that has like splinters in it. Doesn't look very good. Stick for stupid. Fight. Thank you, kind Gog. Roll for initiative. Twelve. Fifteen. Nine miles and lions. So do we have any weapons or we're we just slaves, straight up slaves? You have nothing. You stri- you've been stripped of everything but your fists. Okay. Oh, you have a stick now. 
Yeah. You have a stick, and you watch as four lions, hungry, starved-looking lions, show up and begin prowling near you. The first one to act is nine. All right, four lions. I will run near Miles and then hold my action. So you run near Miles and hold your action. What's your action that you're holding? Punch. I'm okay. gonna like try to restrain something that comes near him. Okay. Miles. All right. Um, it's all right, little body. I'm gonna cast um, poison spray at the one to the south of us. Okay. Is that a spell save? Um, I gotta move. Where's it? Attack roll. Five feet closer. Uh, that is a constitution constitution saving throw. Uh, rolled an eighteen. Yeah, that saves. So, nothing happens. The lion just jumps out of the way as you spray your your poison. Alright, so it's now the lion's turn, and they are going to make a swipe attack on the closest prey, which is Miles. Okay, um, I rolled a 19, a 12, 4, and a 3. Only one hits. Take one one damage, one point of slashing damage. Slashes down on your leg. Feels like it's toying with you. The lions start roaring. Nine, your held action is up because it's now your turn again. Miles, what was that that you attempted to do? Oh, I cast poison into my palm. Cataloging. Can I use poison spray? Sure. I'll open my hand and attempt to poison spray the lion. Uh, 13. It meets. All right. Oh, it meets? It meets. Yeah, 13. Dang it. It looks like it was about to work, but the lion just seems to move a little bit to the left and dodge the poison spray. Miles. Am I able to fly up any? Yes. So there's a long chain that's attached to your leg, and the chain goes about uh, 200 feet in the air, so you can go a distance. Mm. Uh, but you can't go further than that. All right. All right. Um, Taking too long. I want to fly up into the air. Just just off the ground. Okay. And It's going to invoke some attacks of opportunity, though. Man, you had that dice ready. <laughs> That's fine. He's already rolling. <laughs> uh, two points of uh, damage. All right. As they swipe at you as you fly in the air. And then I'm going to cast Earth Tremor. Uh, so it affects um, the lions. Okay. All right. I guess it would affect um, nine, too, since it's... 10-foot radius from me. So a deck save. For me, too? Yes. Wow. Sorry. Deck save. All right. Looks like they all fell. The highest was a 12. Oh, yeah. They're all knocked prone, and they take 1d6 bludgeon damage. Did you fail that, too? Yeah, I got an 8. Threat level raising. <laughs> uh, four bludgeoning damage. Four bludgeoning damage. You watch as one of the sickly lions just drops to the ground, just right. laying there. 
dead. What is the ground? Is it loose? Or it's, is it... it's dirt, gravel, muck, blood, right. feces. So it's up to you, but the ground if the ground in the area is loose earth or stone, it becomes difficult terrain until cleared. Oh yeah, it's all difficult terrain. Alright. Miles, I am not your enemy. I got a plan, little body. What is your plan? I'm working on it. Gog board. Hmm. Maybe stick for magic-y thing. Moth thing. He disappears for a second, comes back, and then throws a stick up at you. Make a dexterity save. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Six. You take one point of bludgeoning damage. Hey, Gog, how's it going? Gog board. You want to make a bet? Sure. All right, let's see. I think the lions are going to win. Okay. I think the lions are going to win. Okay. One Bogarni. Deal. There's this little tiny goblin just staring up, watching this. Lions are going to attack. Nine. Rough terrain, but still they can move. And they all swipe and miss. They're lost in there. Just can't do it. Nine. I'll take the stick and start ripping some shreds of bark from it and fashioning like some lashing. Calculating distance, velocity, range. Grab some of the stones that he knocked loose and use catapult. Okay. They'd have to make a dexterity saving throw. just one oh it only hits one yeah all right well the first one failed good for you because the last one was our natural 20 (laughs) (laughs) and then it'll take 3d8 so they'll take 3d8 bludgeoning damage so i got five eight and another eight so that's 21. 21? Yeah, and you watch as it just crumbles to the ground. Sweet. Only two left. Projectile effective. Mm. Gotta make money. Gog happy. Miles. Can I cast Ice Knife at a location instead of a creature? Yes. Alright, I'm gonna cast Ice Knife to the spot left of me so it won't affect Miles. Nine, sorry. Um, yeah, you can target the ground. All right. So then you're I need, trying to shatter, right? Yeah. Uh, they need to make a dexterity saving throw. They both fail. Nice. So that's 2d6 cold. So, so that's five cold damage. Five cold damage? Yes. All right, nine. So you watch as Miles throws this, this ice dagger and it shatters very close to you, but not close enough to hurt you. And you watch as the actual pieces of it shatter into the lions, and the lions drop to the ground, unmoving. Good. Gog happy. Did good for Gog. Rations tonight. You eat like king. Well, shitty slave king. But king, come. It's time. And he ushers you guys back into your slave pen and slams the door shut. 
and you look into the back of the pen and there are now three figures that you've never seen before passed out. One is a tiny little gnome. One is a very large minotaur. And the third is a turtle. And we'll find out next time on all the There we go. So um, I wanted to name this episode myself, just the, you know, the new adventure in Avalonia. Cool. Okay. So just this particular one, because it's, you know, season two, episode one. So fun, right? Yeah. You're not going to tell us the name? <laughs> that is the name. Oh. The New Adventure in Avalon. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to name it The New Adventure I in Avalon. I see. Okay. Nice. So, uh, you know, you guys can – I hope you guys really enjoyed our first episode. Brand new characters. We're really excited about this. For patrons, you're listening to this on the first of the year, one one twenty one. So thank you so much for being patrons. Those of you that want to listen to uh, season one, we will be slowly releasing it for our patrons only. And we will be building rewards for how soon and often we do season one. Yep. So stay tuned for that. And if you're interested, you can go to patreon.com forward slash Aldi 20. Definitely want to check out the tabletopgameshop.com. Um, use the coupon code Aldi 20 and get yourself 20% off on all of our apparel, shirts, t-shirts, mugs, hats, all that fun stuff. Definitely something that, that we'd want to look into. And uh, you can find Carl at. Nine underscore tries on Instagram. Huh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. You can find Josh at Count Joshua on Twitch and also on Instagram. There you go. And you can find Jeremy at on Instagram uh, at Magthar. Is that how that works? And you can find Felicity at at uh, Instagram all all d twenty underscore Felicity M. You can find me at Instagram, Aldi20 underscore Joseph or Joseph underscore Aldi20. One may or may not be a mimic. You can also check us out on our Facebook groups. We have two. We have a TTGS, uh, Aldi20 TTGS meme group where we just post a whole bunch of memes. Um, we're over um, 1,800 now, getting close to that. And uh, we have our private private group where we talk only about the game itself. And that's the No Red Caps Allowed group. So go ahead and check those guys out. And thank you so much for listening to us. And game on. And now our patron-only content.